This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. Um, a lot of people in our field are feeling unsatisfied uh, uh, with their work, with their results. They're feeling overwhelmed. Maybe they're feeling a little bit lost and um, frustrated because things are a bit outside of their control. Sometimes we might even feel resentful of our business and we've all felt it. Listen, I'm not going to say, oh, you should love your business every single day. You can't love everything at all times. Like sometimes we get frustrated with our clients or our spouses or our kids or our families, our friends. And it doesn't mean that you're going to give up or that you're not in it for the long haul. It means that you know, maybe you're stuck in a plateau or you need to just take a beat and regroup. You know, we're going to talk about ways that you can, at least on this discussion, fall back in love with your business again, even if you're in that space where you hate it. You might be missing out on revenue or unsure about the future of your agency as a whole. A lot of people are feeling this way in light of AI and just feeling like the future is not clear, it's not certain, feels a little bit outside of our control. And um, I've definitely felt this way in my career. This is exactly how I felt when I was working in law and practicing law 18 years ago. Uh, where I was like, this ain't it, this is not the right fit. And I started to build this career for myself, looking at like a path that I was on. And it was like the path, you know, you go to a litigation firm and you uh, work your way up and, you know, become more senior in around seven, eight, nine years, you become a partner, that's the goal at least. And what I was doing was building a career that I hated I did not love it. And I realized that it wasn't aligned with me, my personality, what truly lit me up and what I actually wanted for my life, which was work-life integration. It was control over my time, control over the work I did, who I worked with, um, when I worked, where I worked, <laughs> all of the things that now I realize I count as success in my mind. Um, my career in law didn't have any of that really. And I knew that if I were going to have long-term happiness in my career and build a life that I loved, I had to love the work I was doing, work when I wanted to be my own boss. I had my dad and my mom to thank for that. My parents were always there. They could be picking me up from art class or come to a dance recital or you know, be there for parent-teacher conferences, and it was never stressful, and that's what I knew I wanted. So it is really hard if you're feeling like you're doing work that's not aligned or you're not lit up by it 
to pull yourself out of that low feeling. It's really hard. And that decision for me was one of the hardest I've ever made. Um, but I have also pulled myself out of feeling low, uninspired, a bit down in my agency. You know, it happens. It's possible, but it's a bit easier when you're in it because you can take a step back and then come back and it's, it's there for you. But if you're starting over <laughs> when you're looking to kind of do a 180 and change directions entirely, it is going to be a lot of hard work, both external hard work that you're doing to pound the pavement, find a new path, find new opportunities, whether it's clients or a job or whatever, but there's also hard work you're going to have to do internally work on yourself, but it is more than worth it. And I know that Sometimes we just feel like it's a lot easier to just be on a path and say, you know what, I worked really hard for this. Believe me, I worked really hard to get on my path in law. Um, you know, law school was very expensive, very time consuming. Taking the bar was extremely hard. And getting a job at a top firm in LA was like a gift. And I was like, am I throwing this away? Um, but I felt that I deserved more. And I deserved to work doing something I loved that was going to leverage my natural talents and abilities, my personality. And I knew I wanted to work for myself. So I wanted to build a business that I love. And I want to share my best tips for getting off the hate train <laughs> and creating an agency that serves you in every way that you're seeking. Money, control over your time, flexibility, freedom, doing work you love, doing work that makes you feel like you have a sense of purpose. That's what matters to me. And uh, that's what success looks like to me. So the first thing I recommend that you do is establish a clear vision for your agency. This is the very first step in getting your business back on track. Maybe you have lost sight of your why and the motivation that you have for creating your business in the first place, for creating an agency in this type of business model in the first place. So to get out of that cycle of hating your agency or being disenchanted or feeling frustrated or second guessing if you made the right decision or like, what are you even doing this for? You need to figure out what it is you truly want from your business. You know, I've shared my whys. I knew I always wanted to be a mom. I wanted to um, be present and checked in for my kids, but I started my business five years before I became a mom. So it wasn't like I made this decision because I was already a mom. I saw the writing on the wall if I went down that path in law. Um, you know, if you want to get out of that cycle of hating your agency, figure out what you truly want from your business. You know, what niche do you want to work in? What super lights you up? Not what have you done in the past, but what do you want to do moving forward? You know, do you want to fully work from home? What does your ideal schedule look like in terms of that work-life integration? What kinds of clients are you taking on? How's your team structured? Um, really important. A lot of people don't do this. One of the things that we kind of kick things off with inside of the agency accelerator is 
strategy sales service scale, that strategy piece, we work on a vision code. And that's not just like, I want my business to make this much money and I want it to have this many clients and I want to work in this niche. It is, what does your life feel like? What does your business contribute to your life and make possible for you? Um, how are you serving? How is your business serving you? And it is something you have to revisit fairly often as your life changes, your business changes, your family's needs change. But with a clear agency vision in mind, you can start taking those necessary steps to change your situation, rebuild your business into something that better aligns with that vision, something that is what you dreamed of when you first decided to go out on your own. And it also allows you to really easily set boundaries around the hours you work, the projects you want to work on, how accessible you are to clients, how they can reach you when they can't reach you because it's, you know, off hours and being confident in that. So it's, it's like a guiding light and it makes saying no so much easier. And if you're ever unsure about a decision, you come back to your vision for that guidance. You know, would saying yes to this get you closer to executing your vision for your business and your life? And if the answer is no, it's a, an easy thing to move on from. If it's not a clear yes, then it's an absolute no. You can say yes with confidence and you can say no for things that are not aligned in any way. And you don't have to convince yourself, well, it's money and it's revenue and you know, maybe I can like change their mind or get them to see. It's like you trust, trust yourself. Um, here is another great one. Get out of a reactive mindset. So to get to a place where you really, truly love your business, you have to stop making reactive decisions in your business. And when you're in that place of just being stuck in a reactive mindset of, you know, whack-a-mole, like putting out the fires, answering the emails as they come in. You never take charge of your situation and put together a plan or a clear path to achieve what you want to achieve. You just end up taking on clients and strengthening your media relations, all those connections, and your deep expertise in niches that you don't like or doing the kind of work that you don't love, that you're going to hate long-term because you're saying yes to things that show up, you know, where does this leave you? How does this really feel? And so the other thing about going down these paths where you're being reactive and you're saying yes to stuff that isn't really aligned is it attracts more of the same work. This reactive mindset is just going to lead you to overwhelm and burnout. And you'll feel buried in work that you don't enjoy. And then you feel there is no way out because you're like, you know, I'm just starting over. I'm, I don't have experience doing that. I don't have case studies to support that. The more you go down a path, the more um, evidence you have for anybody else who wants to work with you that you can do that for them too. So you're going down a path of attracting more of the same that you're like, I don't even want to do this. So be proactive. Go after what you want, not just what comes your way. And that is going to align with your vision 
better and it'll lead you to a feeling of purpose and fulfillment and success. And I want to reiterate, we all have the power to change our lives at any moment. If something doesn't feel right, we can say no. If you make a decision and invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in an education and training that you're like, what the heck am I doing? Um, you know, study so hard, take the bar, buy a home. And now you're like, frick, I have to like pay my mortgage. And the only way I know how to do that is as, as a lawyer. Um, I guess I'm stuck. The answer is you're never stuck. You have the power to switch things up. It could mean phasing out certain services in favor of adding others or branching out into an entirely brand new niche, which is what I have done over my, I ditched fashion long ago, very quickly worked in fashion and was like, nope, don't want to do this. And then, you know, I was doing uh, baby and kids and beauty the whole time, but now it's like lifestyle, you know, whatever's cool that comes my way, but anything fashion, I'm like, no, thank you. Um, you know, so it can take a lot of work to start over, but it is more than worth it. Absolutely worth it. When a business you love is waiting on the other side of that and you align a vision for your company that does take into account what you're good at, where you're in your zone of genius, what work you've done in the past that you truly love and that lights you up and finding how to leverage your personal skills and personality and the things that you're drawn to, to create a business that will light you up long-term and to find how that will make an impact in the world. It's really important. Um, you know, seeing that bigger impact allows you to work harder and not give up when things are really challenging. So I think that's really important is, you know, get out of that reactive mindset, be proactive when it is, you know, time to make decisions and how you're going to build your business. Another thing is we have to bring passion back into our work. You know, just take a minute and you pause and you really just sit in your work, whether that's thinking of your current client load um, either the amount of clients you have or the types of clients you're working with or the team members that are internal at your clients and how they make you feel or the kind of work, the niches you're working in or the volume of services, like the varied services you're providing. Right now, think about how you feel when you work. Think about how you feel when you're just thinking about your business. What feels heavy what feels the most heavy to you? Which tasks make you have that feeling of like the hours are just dragging on and on and on? Or you dread it. You just absolutely dread it. For me, I don't love client calls. I just don't. I don't know why. I feel like they're always there's always like one more thing, one more thing, and they just throw all these things at you. And to me, reporting feels really heavy. Um, I always like, it goes out on the same day as invoices. So I'm like, am I reporting enough? Do we have, are they happy? Cause they're about to get a big invoice. Are they going to happily pay it? Or are they going to be like, Hmm. So, uh, I'm always like, I don't know. I don't want to send it. But flip side of that is what comes naturally to you? What do you love? Where do you get into like a good 
state of flow and those hours just fly by. Or the thing that people ask you about that just takes one second for you to like rattle off. This is the work that lights you up. This is like your zone of genius. And this is the kind of work that you should be doing in your agency. And when you know what you're supposed to be doing, there's that gut feeling that tells you that this is right. Your energy literally changes as you complete your work. And maybe you've ignored this gut feeling when you started your business um, or you were a few years into it and then you started to feel that. Like pay attention to that flow state, the days of the week that you're like, I love the work I'm doing today. Like if you're grouping meetings or sales calls or writing on proposals and strategies or, you know, media outreach or whatever you're doing, the work that you are doing on those days, that is your chance to hone in on that and go back to what makes you happy and it ignites your passion for your business. Because that passion never left you fully, it might mean you got bogged down in the admin or social media content creation. Um, It could mean delegating work that you don't enjoy to another team member, shifting gears entirely to revamp your agency's services or your niche. And the other thing we have to do is, and so much easier, saying no to what doesn't serve you, that will create resentment when you take on work that doesn't serve you, doesn't align with your goals and your desires. You're going to resent your business and that's what is going to cause you long-term frustration and feeling like, am I in the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? What's going on? You might be taking work out of obligation, whether it's projects from family and friends or client referrals. You could say yes to client projects that aren't right for you because it's money. It's a guaranteed paycheck. As long as I have retainers coming in, you know, I'm okay. Why would I say no to somebody who wants to pay me? But when you say yes to them, you're saying no to yourself and you say no to that vision you have. You're going to say no to your loved ones, your friends, your families, even yourself that you can't spend time with while you are caught up at your desk in a drudgery zone doing work that you're like, sucks. I, I, I dread this. So you have to learn how to say no. And the first time you do this and you turn down a project or say no to a client referral, it is super scary because you worry maybe it is coming off as ungrateful or disrespectful. But in reality, other entrepreneurs respect you for your decision. I have said, you know what? We're probably not the right fit for you because our expertise is X, Y, Z. And I didn't want to get too far down the path, but let me think of my community and who might be a good fit for you. They appreciate that. They appreciate your self-awareness in knowing that you're not the right person for the job. And if you provide them with a referral to another agency in your place, you're going to build trust, goodwill. They'll probably refer you to someone else. Now that you've told them, we do this, this, and this. If they have a lead, they would say, oh yeah, I talked to somebody. They're a good fit for you. Like they weren't right for me, but they did express that their expertise is exactly what you're looking for. Um, Mention, you know, out in the world, like we didn't hire them. We had such a good conversation or they saved me the, you know, hassle of an hour long discussion only to determine that we're not aligned. Um, you know, so it's a good thing and they'll respect you. So saying 
no to what doesn't align with your values will make saying yes to what does even easier. And that's that gut feeling that something is the right fit for you, a new client or another niche that you just happen to love personally or that you see somebody else doing and you're like, that looks really cool. Something that is the perfect fit for your vision and your agency. When you feel that, you can chase it because you know this might not work out, but I'm on the right path here. I know I'm on the right path. This is good for me. This is the, this is where I should be. And that's what honing in on your values, how you want your business to feel confidently saying no, bringing passion back to your business. That's where that will get you. So thank you guys for being here. I always appreciate your time with me and take great care. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. To achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted, it's time to join the Agency Accelerator. Inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.